Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode nine of the 1973 podcast. I'm your host, AC, and I'm here with the best tag team in the podcasting business, my buddy Ed and my buddy Tom. I knew we were getting <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Let's get... Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's get rolling. Let's go Let's do on, it. fellas. What's going on? Same, Let's make it same. happen. Yeah, let's get this. Let's get this party started so we can get some some talk happening, some roundtable. Let's get this uh, going with uh, Ed. I'm gonna start off with you, like always. You're gonna read this week's email and uh, what we got. Hey man, this is coming from Chris Silver from Fairhaven. Uh, first off, great job with the podcast. Appreciate the weekly watch of your different viewpoints you guys have to offer. Chris, really, thank you, man. Really appreciate the kind words. Uh, we really do appreciate that. Uh, on to his email. So being an absolute fan of the Boston Bruins and the greatest sport on earth, I disagree with him on that part, on that second part. At this point of the season of, you know, tight, taking over the best best NHL rest, record in history and with the, the uh, team camaraderie I've watched all year uh, behind the B, anything less than Stanley Cup uh, coming back to Boston would be a huge letdown for me. My son needs to experience a parade. What do you guys say? Thomas? <laughs> We're going to start with Tom, King of Thomas. Bruins Nation. Yeah, he's, he's the, the, the King of Bruins Nation. Got to throw it to him the, first, man. The ultimate homer. Yeah, that's the king. The ultimate honk, you know. That's the, that's the, the man king. with the megaphone. Say. Yep, we've been we, – I, I will we, say. The strong king, strong that, Bruins fan since 2011. <laughs> as the king of, of Bruins Nation. I will say that I want to see them get to the cup. I just think the East is so tough this year that I think just getting to the cup itself will be good for me. Now, I know, speaking to other members of Bruins Nation, they want the cup. So I I am a little more grounded, I guess you'd say. And I'm a little more worried right now with Bergeron. Possibly. That's right, Tom, because you've never been known for being Mr. Energy. So, you know. <laughs> I'm a little worried with Bergeron. He, he didn't practice today, and he left the game against Montreal early. They're calling it precautionary, and now they're saying it's an illness and an injury, but they said that it was he'd still be able to play Monday. But to me, I'm, I'm a little worried about that. Um, I'll start uh, before we throw it back to Ed. Uh, Chris is a big fan of the show. I uh, coached with him. Uh, his son's involved with youth hockey with my kids. Great guy. Um, big Bruins fan. Uh, we have a good banter with him about uh, his Bruins when, when uh, I see him. Big fan of the show, like I said, since day one. So uh, glad to read uh, an email from Chris. So my take on it is we'll, we'll look at it from a hockey perspective. I mean, you know, is there anything less than a Stanley Cup? I mean, when you get a uh, best record, you know, like that, you know, how how can you not expect to win everything? I mean, there's an obnoxious side of fans that think that they already won the cup. I mean, they don't understand that it's a grind and there's a difference between playing one team for, let's just say, once out of the schedule and then seeing them for a, a seven-game series and then you know as much as the league's changed, it's tough to play a team that likes to grind for, for, um, you know, a series. So a lot of factors come in, the, you know, injuries, who's injured, who can play with injuries, uh, 
a lot of things factor it. Uh, goaltending going into the playoffs, like New Jersey used to be mediocre all year, and then they would hit the all-star break, and all of a sudden they'd start rolling, and they'd roll all the way into deep into the playoffs. That was their MO. They never ran away with a season or won a President's Trophy like that, like the Bruins did. It's just, and you know that the President's Trophy curse is always a thing too. So, I mean, is it, it there's a lot, it, that, they're lucky that they drew Florida. Out of all the teams to draw first, I think they would have had more problems with the Islanders if they had drawn in Carolina, my pick. Got the Islanders, so that's something always to look out for. So, Ed, what do you think before we jump into the matchups? We'll stay with the Bruins matchup and go first, but go ahead, Ed. What do you think about the? I, I, I mean, first and foremost, I think incredible job to to actually you know get that many points in a year. I mean, that's truly fabulous. I mean, to get guys to play at that level for that long and to just really, I mean, just the times that I've watched them this year, I mean, they just really played together as a unit, which you know I think that that's amazing. Um, Moving on to the next point about it is just that, man, it's really, I mean, seven game series, it's, it's tough. It's a grind taking your point, Andy. Um, you know, it's, it's a big difference when you, when you play that same team night after night after night, um, you know, and the thing about it is just that, okay, who's going to, who's going to get to the point where, man, they don't want to get hit anymore. You know? And I think that that's kind of like that, that's that grind, that playoff hockey, you know, when the beards come out, you know, and you know, it's just, you know, every inch of ice that's out there, um, you know, needs to be, it's not given, you have to take it. So, um, yeah, I'd like to see, you know, I mean, basically if they win against uh, Florida, that sets them up to hit against my pick Tampa. Um, you know, so, I mean, it's kind of one of those things. I mean, I, I would like to see it, you know, uh, you know, a little bit older now, a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit more tame. So, you know, there's, they're my hometown, you know, so like kind of want to win, you know, kind of, I guess, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that type of thing. All right, well, flipping it to you guys about the playoffs, I'll let you guys choose who goes next. But that's my And before we move on, uh, let everybody yeah, yeah. know where they can email everybody and, and hit us up with questions before we move to the next part. Uh, yeah, just hit, hit us up at our email. And uh, definitely, we, we do read them out, and uh, we do check them out. So please send us emails, uh, comments. Um, we, great, we appreciate everybody's support and that type of thing. So um, it's down at the bottom of the YouTube thing, right, Andy? Yep, it's down in the description of every uh, episode that we post. Check it out. There you just go. Send them along, and we'll get the best of the best on. And if you don't get on this week, we'll get it on uh, eventually. So keep sending them in, and uh, we'll move along to the uh, Bruins-Panthers matchup. Tom, what do you got? Uh, I'm going with Bs and five. I think it's just – I think they just have too many layers for Florida to get through. I just don't think – I think they're going to shut down Kachuk's line. And after that, I don't really see – I mean, I think Kachuk and uh, Carter uh, – I can't even think of his name. Vander Vanderhaeg? Yep. Is that his name? Those are the only two guys that I'm really worried about on the team. Now, the one thing that does scare me a little bit is the size of Florida's defense. Just if it goes to a long series, I think they could – kind of wear down the bees a little bit with their physicality because that's one thing the bees aren't this year is they're not as physical as they usually usually are or used to be so but i think the bruins have the edge in basically every category i think I'll, i will give florida one game but uh i think the bees have this i think this will be the the easiest round for the bees right here um my take on it i agree with you five games uh i think that they drew a very good match for them for the first round i mean it's 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 almost a softball uh 
like I said, the Islanders would have been a little bit tougher. Um, I'm, I'm with you in five. Uh, I don't see that being that much of a challenge for them, given the pedigree of the season that they had. Now, what happens when they get by? We'll get to that, too. Uh, Ed, what do you got for Bruins in Florida? And I, I, I'm going to say, man, Bruins are going to sweep it, man. Oh, Bruins in Florida. Bruins and four, man. I, that's what I think. I mean, I I think that, uh, you know, man, they just, you know, they're just a really skilled team, you know, and they can skate. You know, they're not they're not the big bad Bruins of old, Thomas. You know, it's not dump and chase, that boring, boring hockey of like, <laughs> yep, here we go with the blue line. Let's dump that puck in. Yeah. I mean, they actually move the puck now, you know, and like they skate and they and they and they pass it. It's it's enjoyable to watch. So I think that, you know, talent wise, I think that they're the best team out on the ice. You know, okay. Great. Yeah, sounds uh, like we're all on the same page with the bees, pretty much. I mean, that's. I, I'd like to see somebody pick Florida and hear the argument on that, but I don't think it's too too relevant. Yeah. Do it, yeah. Um, so we're going to move on to uh, Islanders, Carolina. So here's here's my take on this one. Um, so you got the Islanders a little hot going into the season, snagged at one of those wild card spots. Got to watch out for the goaltending in this one. Now here's one instance where they're going to have to get very, very dirty to win this series. They're going to have to play, grind it out. Sorokin's going to have to win some games for them. They're just going to have to be that kind of team. Um, Just going to be fun to watch. I think it's going to be one of those series where it's not going to, every game's not going to be, uh, settled after three periods. Um, I'm still going to take Carolina, but I'm going Carolina in six on this uh, just because of the way that Sorokin could play. Do I think that they, they have the horses to get by Carolina? I don't think so. Tom, what do you think? I'm I'm actually going with the upset. I'm going with the Islanders in seven. Oh, wow. But the, uh, I don't think Carolina, I think all the, I think it's going to be a low scoring series. And I think the, uh, Canes are going to be hurt not having Svechnikov and Paxioretti for this for the playoffs. I think that's two big losses for them. They weren't. I mean, th- those are two decent sized losses. Svechnikov was kind of coming into his own the last year and a half, two years. I mean, Paxioretti's not the same player he was with Montreal, but he's still a playoff player. And oh. I just think the Sorokin, I think, is the uh, key. I think he's. I think he's going to win this series for them. And what do you got? I'm going to go with Carolina in seven. Oh, I wow. think it's going to, I, I think it's, I think it's going to be one of the, I think it's going to be an ugly series. Uh, Andy, I think it's, I, I agree with you. I think one night is going to be like one team. It, it's going to be one of those like, you know, two to one games, like back in the day. Um, then I think that there could be one of those games where just Carolina just gets out and they jump on them. And it's, it's like a seven to nothing type of a thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, I really haven't seen a lot of the Islanders play. I haven't really seen a lot of the Carolina play. Um, what I have seen of the Islanders play is they're a very physical team, especially back on D. Um, so I, I, I think that, you know, I mean, I think Carolina's going to do it, man. I, that's just my take. All right. Good take. I mean, uh, pretty much it's, it's going to be tight. We, we all three of us agree to that. And uh, it just that's all the game should be pretty much available to watch. I mean, there's going to be hockey on every night now. So no matter where you live, especially you, Ed, you'll be able to catch it somewhere. Absolutely. So you'll be able Absolutely. to at least watch one game or probably a, a early and a late game, depending on, you know, what they're showing. So we're going to keep it on the East and we're going to go um, 
Rangers Devils, the battle of the old Patrick division. The, the thing that's cool about this is if you're a fan and you live in that area, you could, and you had the means to do it, you could go back and forth with that, with that trip, you know, back and forth to watch almost every game. The, I don't want to hear fatigue on these guys because that trip is short. I mean, these guys can pretty much go home and fall out. Of bed. Go, yeah, it's like a, it's like a home stand for both teams. They don't have to travel that much. No. It's a short bus ride. So I, I'm going to go only because of the roster that the Devils have is very young. I'm going to go with the Rangers in the series just because of the veteran leadership on this team. Patrick Kane's got the three Stanley Cups. Izzy Jonathan Taves, no when it comes to leadership, but you never know. It could be could be a thing. But out of those two teams, I'm going to go Rangers in six and just, just to be conservative with the pick. But it'll be a fun series to watch. What do you got, Tom? I'm going with Rangers in six, but it wouldn't surprise me if it goes seven. But I just think the Rangers, it to me – I'm, I just think I'm as a goalie. I'm thinking Shesterkin's the better of the two goalies by far in the series, and I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna carry them. I not carry them because they have a good team offensively, but I, I think he's gonna be the difference in the series. I think there'll be a couple games that you could see like a five-four game. I mean, a couple games will be high scoring, but I think overall, I think he will be the uh, key of the series. But I will say the Devils have some good young guys, and next few years, if they can add a couple of smaller pieces, they're going to be a tough to, tough team. And who you got? I'm going to go with Rangers in seven. Okay. okay. I just think it's going to be one of those subway series. I think it's going to get – I think it's just going to be really kind of up in your face right from the get-go. I, I just think it's going to just really bring that rivalry back. And I, I hope it does. Uh, you know I what? Really I, hope I'm hoping that this year uh, has some epic uh, playoffs just because uh, – the NHL viewership is down so much you would not believe it, it and everybody uh, knows why it's down, but the NHL themselves can't figure it out. And the reason is because you got it's like we've talked about. It's watered down. You got guys that don't deserve to be in the league, and you got guys that are character guys that could be in there enforcing stuff and entertaining the crowd and keeping people, you know buying tickets and watching games on TV, uh, you know, without a job. So that's, that's my two cents on that. Let's we'll move on to the, probably the series that I want to watch the most Tampa Bay and the Leafs. One of these teams is going home in the first round, which is a sin because of the way that the structure of the playoffs is set up. It's a total garbage. Is it the Leafs year? Or does the Tampa Bay train keep rolling? I'm going to go with this pick. I'm going with the Lightning only because the Leafs have to prove it to me that they can get to the next level. There is no – I'm going to go – I'm actually going to go seven in this one. I'm calling it right down the middle on this one. Bill Alfonso style, right down the middle. I'm going Tampa Bay because of the experience – and the Leafs just because of the history, until they prove that they can beat somebody epic in the playoffs, I can't I can't still take them serious. So prove me wrong, but I'm going with I'm going with the gut feel and I'm going Tampa and seven. What do you got, Tom? I am going 
<laughs> I'm going with the Leafs in seven. I just think I'm going against myself. I've been going with the better goalie in both series. And for, don't ask me why. I, there's no rhyme or reason. It's just a gut feeling that I, the Leafs will pull this one out. I, But I just think the Leafs, if they get down in this series – Two to one, I think they could lose in six because I think they're gonna. There's so much pressure on them up in Canada or up in Toronto. Oh yeah, that oh, yeah. I think that it's just the pressure keeps building more and more on them, and I just don't see them. They haven't, like you say, prove it. Prove that you can handle the pressure. Having said all that, I'm going with the Leafs. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why we watch the games, dude. That's why we yeah. watch them. There's that there's that hot of hots. That's why you get you get drawn into the story, and I just watch it and just hope that it's entertaining enough to uh, keep your interest. Ed, who you got? I'm going with Tampa because it's my pick, man. Yeah. So I, you know, yeah. I just I, I just think I, mean, I just bet just... my balls and shook on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I just think that you know Tampa with the experience and just really they know how to play playoff hockey. I I, yeah. I just. You know, I, I think I would like to see him close it out quick in five. I, I'm going to go with that. I, I mean, the but the uh, the hockey logic says it's going to go seven. Well, so they, I'm just going to stick with five for now. But okay, yeah, and uh, like it, all these dynasty teams that the NHL's produced, Canadians in the '70s, Edmonton, the uh, Oilers, uh, Edmonton Oilers, and uh, Rain, uh, Islanders in the early '80s, until somebody comes along and proves you wrong. You you got to go with the experience. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's and the a coaching long... too. Oh yeah, he's just oh, yeah. a great coach. I just like him, man. He's just a good coach, you know. And like, yep. he just knows how to he just knows how to motivate his guys. Can't yeah. go wrong with that. So that's my take, man. All right, so we're gonna move out west now. We're gonna check out some uh, matchups in the west. I was a little taken aback by some of these matchups. Just looking at them, it kind of like gave me kind of like a eh, kind of taste in my mouth when I was like, oh, that's that's the matchup. That's what you're getting out of the West. So we're going to go with uh, the Minnesota Wild and the Stars. The only, the only story I can kind of produce out of this is you've got the Minnesota North Stars who moved to Dallas and now the new team that is back where the, the Stars used to be. I mean, this, I mean, there was a little bit of friction like in one of the last games that they played. I don't know if it will, you know, playoff preview hype, but to me, this is kind of like, uh, you know, one of those kind of wet farts. It doesn't really move me. I, am I staying up late on a, you know, Tuesday night to watch this game? I, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to go maybe Dallas and six maybe on this one. So I don't have any horses in it. I don't really have a big interest in, in watching this uh, matchup. I don't know. What do you think, Tom? I'm, I'm taking Dallas in seven, but I'm with you. I don't really have any interest in the series. I think think it's going to be a boring series, but I think that uh, Jake Ottinger, I think, will be the difference, and they they win in seven. Okay, what do you got, Ed? I, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with the Stars in six, man. I watched them the other night. They just they just look like they can play. I haven't watched hardly much of the of Minnesota just because they don't get on TV very much. So I mean, it's kind of like one of those things. I mean, just to kind of circle back to what you were talking about, look. If you have a team that's going to be making the playoffs, get them on national TV, you know, because the thing is, is like it sets up that good story, you know, and I just think that, you know, the NHL just really does not do a good job in telling the story of their people, you know, it's okay. It's okay if the guys want to give like these, you know, kind of like, 
you know, canned interviews, which is fine. I mean, that's what that's what hockey players do, you know. And that's cool. But I'm just saying this is that there's a tremendous opportunity where, you know, Dallas being such a huge TV market, I mean, like you can from a from a production side and from a from like a brand building standpoint, dude, there's so much that's there. I agree. And uh, I say this to uh, the WCW Portuguese fan all the time. I'm like, dude, if Vince McMahon owned the NHL, I mean, it would be epic for at least the marketing side of it. They need somebody to market that. I mean, it, it, it fell out of the fourth most watched sport for the first time in its history. It's fifth now and soccer moved above it in the U S and that's to tell you how bad the state of hockey is for viewership. It's it's bad. You're not you're not making the stars that people want to see. Yeah, right, they know right. who McDavid is and Crosby and these, but they don't buy. They're not a Gretzky and a Mario, and, and there's no character guys anymore for people to fall in love with. The guys you always fall in love with is your third and fourth line guys, and it, it, there's nobody there for you. But anyway, so we're gonna we're gonna move on to a. Uh, Another matchup that it's like I, I just saw Vegas play, and I was kind of impressed when I watched them play. And uh, they're playing the Jets. And I'm like, Jets? Really? So I, I I don't have anything other than a little bit of pedigree for watching Vegas live um, that I was impressed the way they played live. Uh, do I think they could make it back to another Stanley Cup? I don't know. Um, but in this series – I'm going uh, Vegas in five. This this is going to be just another series where I maybe I'll watch it, maybe I won't. I mean, maybe I'll, you know, I'm more invested in the East than I am the West. But I, I'll say the Knights in uh, five. Tom, what do you got? I'm going with Vegas in six. I think Vegas is just too deep. They've got too many lines that they can roll out, and they're just going to wear down Winnipeg. They only. The only question mark Vegas I think has is goaltending, and I'm mean, quick. I don't. Yeah, I just don't think in this series that they uh, they have to worry about it. I don't think they're going to need uh, stellar goaltending. I just think they're going to need okay goaltending to win this series. Yeah, and I think I think uh, like I said, I think Vegas and six. And they have Phil Kessel, so that's always a plus. That's true. <laughs> Eating hot dogs, baby. Yeah, Ed, who you got? I'm gonna go with Vegas, man. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think it's just I, I've only watched it again. You know, it's that West Coast bias, even though being in central time zone, I don't get all those games out West. And, and if they do come on, it's a, it's well, it's a lot late for this old dude, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, um, I, I just think I just think I mean, doesn't Vegas have like 107 points or something like that? I mean, they're, they're kind of a good team, you know, I mean. This, I mean, to get that many points, they're a good team. So they, for a team I mean, that hasn't think, been in for a team that hasn't been in the league that that long, they've sure have made a really good uh, push. And uh, you know, the the fans that are out there, you know, they're all in when they when they there. I mean, it's a pretty good crowd. It's a small arena compared to some of the other ones, but really cool uh, the way they do uh, the presentation out there. So uh, speaking of expansion teams. We're going Avs Kraken for this matchup. The Seattle Kraken are in the playoffs already. They are already in the playoffs, and they're playing the Avalanche. I'm going Avalanche in five. I think it could be a sweep, but I'm going to go just with the pedigree that that team has and the history that Seattle doesn't have. I'm just going to go Avs in five. What do you got, Tom? 
I'm going with uh, Colorado with a sweep. I don't even with who's I guess Landis Cogs out for the playoffs. They don't need him in this series. I think they're gonna run right through him. And they're the best. The best storyline of this series, I guess, is their old goaltender with uh, Seattle. Yeah, Kubauer. I mean, yeah. I I just don't think this series is probably the one I have probably the least amount of interest in. To be honest with you. Ed, who you got? Yeah, you got to have Colorado. Uh, that was one of your oh, picks, Colorado right? Colorado four, man. Just look. I mean, because they're my they're my pick to go to the Cup, man. I mean, it's it's my 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 pick is Av uh, versus Lightning. You know, round. You know, the sequel. I, I just think that, and like, just when you watch Colorado play, dude, they're just fast and they yeah. move the puck and they're always moving. And it's like, and when I feel like that, the other team like puts on a chase, they skate faster. And they just wear other teams down because of their speed and skill. And I mean, like you can't, you can't defend sp- speed with skill. I mean, you can right, defend right. speed, but you can't defend speed with skill. It's just, it's, it's impossible. So I'm going to absent four, man. So uh, one last matchup uh, in the West. We got the Kings and the heavily touted Edmonton Oilers. Uh, I watched the Kings play when they played Vegas and I was not impressed at all. And when I saw this matchup, I'm like, I, if that Kings team plays Edmonton, the way they played the Knights, the day that I saw them, they're going to get rolled in four. I'm going Edmonton in four. It's my only sweep pick in the first round. I'm just going the pedigree of Edmonton and the lackluster effort I saw from the Kings who were in the playoffs, which was asinine that they had that kind of effort. But I'm going Edmonton in four. Tom, what do you got? I'm going Edmonton in six. I think Edmonton's just got way too much speed and skill. And I just think they're just going to roll with McDavid and uh, Dreisaitl. And even Nugent Hopkins finally breaking through with a 100-point season this year. I just think they've got too much offense for the Kings. The Kings, won't, will, they'll be playing catch-up the whole series. I think Edmonton takes it pretty easily. Ed? Uh, I'm I'm going with the Oilers in four. Um, I haven't seen I have not seen the Kings play at all this year, not one one minute. Um, I have seen Edmonton play quite a few times, and, and they're fast and they're skilled, and I think they're just going to roll them in four. That's my take on it. And uh, well, there we have our uh, round matchups. Uh, as we're recording this, it'll be uh, the day of the playoffs starting on Monday, so. You know, we'll see next week when we tie everything together, how everything looks. We'll, we'll get a take on it or whatever. And uh, we're going to uh, shift gears a little bit. We're going to make a quick, quick mention of uh, uh, the Dusty Rhodes biography uh, was a- absolutely fantastic. Not too much wrestling talk this week, but if you haven't seen it, I'm a huge Dusty Rhodes fan. Not a, not a pink hat Dusty Rhodes fan since I was a kid. Huge fan. We're not... Talking about polka dot, Dusty Rhodes. We're talking about Stardust. We're talking about, you know, Bunkhouse Dusty Rhodes. That was my guy. Um, you know, when people like Hulk Hogan as their favorite baby face as a kid, Dusty was always my guy. Uh, Tom didn't get a chance to watch it yet. Ed, uh, what's I've your seen I, I thought it was great. Um, you know, I mean, been a big Dusty fan for a long, long time. Back to when, when he was on TBS, uh, you know, on the Superstation. You know, um, I remember watching Starcade. What was it, eighty three at your house on videotape? Eighty five, fantastic, fantastic. You know, and so, like, you know, and just you know, like, 
it was kind of nice to see a couple of things about kind of Dusty's promo style. It kind of made it kind of tied everything into like, yeah. okay, well, that's why he did it like that. And it made a yeah. lot of sense. And they just did a really good job on it. Yeah. Um, just quick before we switch it to Tom, uh, there, there's a, uh, one of the talking heads on there. He's, uh, um, I forget which newspaper or, or website he's from. He does a fantastic job of breaking it down from a, a, a another view of um, the whole uh, what Dusty meant to people and, and how he, you know, kind of transcended things. And it, it's great. If you get a chance, one of the best biographies they've done and uh, we'll, you know, we'll save more wrestling talk for, you know, another week, but it's great. And we're going to switch it to Tom with his Tom. What do you got for our album pick of the week? Album of the week. This week is probably my favorite band all time going with the Beastie Boys. Oh. Ill. Came yeah. out in 1987, I believe. And uh, I've got the 30th anniversary album. So this, but uh, my favorite tunes on this one, of course, Lex, uh, She's Crafty, Fight for Your Right, uh, No Sleep Till Brooklyn, Time to Get Ill, Ed's favorite uh, thing, Brass Monkey, you know. (laughs) And, you know, I can't even tell people the impact and the quotes and the time spent with that album you and me as kids and and oh into our going going out in uh in the Even 90s now. uh and just take it. I, I got no words this is all you oh, man i th- this is like the album of my like of my youth and i mean there is no other way to say it i mean from the time i heard that album and i mean you know you put that in they was just like these guys are freaking awesome yeah you know and the way that they sampled the music from van halen and led zeppelin i mean like you know a lot of people don't know that you're like no man, those guys were really really smart to do yeah. something like that you know when went into your locker and smashed your glasses yes exactly like a boiling kettle you know <laughs> a dime for a dime damn good time you know <laughs> man. you know i mean it's it's just one of those albums that just man when you listen to the lyrics they're just funny dudes, yeah. man. Oh yeah. And yeah. like the way that they talk in it, it's, it's just man, it was just a great album. Like whenever I hear I when I hear a song, it like I mean, I automatically picks my mood up, man. Oh yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's so, just a it's just a it's just a fun album start yeah. to finish. I mean, if you've never listened to it, then you got problems. I mean, that's all I can <laughs> I mean, it is a fun time if you're with your buddies and they got like minded individuals with you and you all grew up together. There's no way that you haven't at least heard. And and you know what? Out of the songs that they play on the radio, Fight Fear Right and No Sleep Till Brooklyn, the other ones that they do yes, play, uh, like the epic stuff. I mean, there's so many one-liners, so many like quotable lines that if if you know, you know, and if you don't, you don't. I mean, it, it's great. It's 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 a it's a guy's record. It's fun. Um, we're gonna leave it at that. We're running. We're you know, we spent almost the whole time talking about playoff hockey. And that's a good thing. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, absolutely. It's um, Before we leave, uh, any shout-outs this week for anybody that uh, we've got to mention during the podcast? I want to give a shout-out to an old friend. I think Eddie knows him, uh, Joey Olivia, who's uh, he's a listener, and he sent me quite a few comments this week on Facebook. So I want to thank him for listening and – Tell Joe what's up. I haven't seen him in a while. We've got to catch up. Yeah, yeah. Joe's good people, man. Good people. 
And uh, before before we shut this down, say goodbye. Uh, Tom and I had a chance to reach out to uh, our buddy Hav. He's going through a hard time. Uh, I know he's he's going through some stuff, and we wanna we wanna just tell him that uh, you know good thoughts, positive vibes. Um, we're thinking about him. We don't want you to think that we ever ever forgot. You know, speaking of Beastie Boys and listening to that album, Hav was in that loop with us. So you know. Positive thoughts have put on license. Oh, man. Think, think of us this week and now, uh, you know, we'll be back next week with, yeah, uh, brother. yeah, definitely. We'll be back next week with more stuff. So special episode next week, uh, special guest. It's coming soon. Um, we'll see you next week and uh, playoff hockey's upon us. So later everyone. Later. See ya.